Welcome to the Family Biz Show. According to Family Enterprise USA, family businesses in the U.S. account for over 64% of GDP and employ 62% of the workforce. In other words, they are the backbone of our economy. But success doesn't come easy. Only 13% are operating in the third generation. The Family Biz Show is here to help. Listen in to hear stories from other family businesses and industry thought leaders so that you and your family not only survive, but thrive. Welcome everybody to the Family Biz Show. I am your host, Michael Columbus with Family Wealth and Legacy in Rochester, New York. And today we have a wicked cool story for you. Um, we're joined by Danielle McCurry from Rise and Shine Diner in Syracuse and Loaded in Syracuse. Um, Danielle is pretty much a serial restaurateur. <laughs> um, and I cannot wait to dive into her story and talk about how all the family is involved in what she's created and kind of go from there. So Danielle, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be on your, your show. Oh. We've been, we've been trying to connect for so long. It's, it makes me, I'm finally, I'm finally here. <laughs> I love it. No, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun today. So yeah. we have a, the kind of the history is we allow people to do their own introductions um talk you know what, what so what, what i'm looking for is that background to how did you get from where you are where you were to where you are today what got you into and now you have family working in your business um, oh, yeah. as you're doing things but it was a yeah and and normally i say give me the abbreviated version yeah. uh, in your case i don't want the abbreviated version yeah it's it, tough to give you abbreviated. It's too, it's too much. Sorry. I can't Let's dive into that. Cause I think that's the part that for a lot of people to hear is going to be really right. helpful. Right. Um, well, I mean, really my, my family's been in restaurants and in, you know, in grocery or whatever for, since I was born, you know, so that, that I think, I feel like that's my roots. Um, but really I, you know, I was a young mom and, uh, had three girls starting at the age of 16. So, you know, I put that out there for everyone to know. I don't, you know, it's my, my good and my, you know, it, it got me where I am today. So I'm, I'm okay with all of that. Um, being a teenage mom, is, it sucks <laughs> to say the least. Um, so I struggled a lot and I mostly, you know, dove into the serving industry, you know, into restaurants and doing serving. And um, my mother was into it heavy. So it was my father. That's all I really knew. And um, it was about where I had my third daughter and I was just kind of sick of restaurants. And I'm like, I just can't do this anymore. So I decided to step out, went into the office world and that totally sucked for me. Sorry. I'm just saying it because when you're that person and the, people, the restaurant people know this, when you are a restaurant person, you are not an office person. <laughs> So to stick me like, oh, hello, I'm in an office today. To stick me here is like putting me in a cage, you know? So like, I can't, I can't function. So I did that for a while and it was just not my thing. Um, I got a phone call. I was, I mean, I, when I mean, I was out. Um, I had just started, you know, not feeling uh, 
my relationship at the time with, you know, the husband and whatever, and we were not doing well. And I was super, super down and out, didn't have a job. And I got a phone call from my stepfather. And he says, I got this guy who is looking for another server. Um, and I heard they make great money. You know, it's a little dive diner. You're going to hate it. <laughs> it's literally his word. You're going to hate it. But I heard they make great money. And I said, okay, whatever. So I said, screw it, I need money, you know? So I went and I started working in this place and God, was I making tips too? It was, it was a great little dive diner. It was Rise and Shine, it's the same name. Um, and I worked for Peter Hennessy. He was an amazing man. Um, he taught me a lot of things. He started to get sick. Um, we didn't know why, you know, he was in and out of the hospital. Finally, they found out he had leukemia and he only had months to live. He... He didn't have anyone he wanted to, I guess, you know, bring, give his business to, or at the time, I think he felt I was right. I don't know. He was a man of little words, <laughs> so it was very hard to understand, but he was a very caring man. So it's hard to, he was, he was very like in your face, very, you know, that old school, he was an Irishman. Uh, he was just like, you're it. And I'm like, okay, are you sure? I mean, he what brought does that me, mean? right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he brought me into his, um, his hospital room and, and, you know, the lawyers and everybody was standing around me and I didn't even know what's going on. And I was like, uh, what are we doing? You know? And he's like, you're taking over. And I said, what do you mean? Like, you know, I'm going to be the, you know, I want to sign the checks now for you while you're in the hospital. No, 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 this is yours. This is your business. And I said, are you sure? Am I like, am I really? And he goes, and this is how blunt he was. He said, who the F Am I going to get help? Am I going to give it to? And I said, wow, I feel so, <laughs> but he laughed, he laughed. Cause it was like, that's just who he was. He would just make a joke out of something very sad, you know, it was sad at the time. And it was a, you know, a learning curve. It was very humbling. It was very uh, scary. You know, all of those fun words. I was a server, you know, I didn't know how to cook. I, I know from just my family, um, he had shown me though, before he had gotten ill, how to do stuff, a lot of fun things. I feel like he knew something that I didn't know. Maybe, maybe he just didn't share. Um, but he did start showing me a lot of stuff in the kitchen. Um, and he did, he died about two months later. And that place is now what we call, now what we call loaded, which is very odd, but that's what the pandemic brought me. Um, but so let me just, pa let me pause for a second. Cause I want to make yeah. sure I'm catching this. Your yeah. How old were you when you started working there? I was, hmm, okay, so this was, we're on 10, so about 13 years ago. So let's see, I was in my, I got into my 30s at this point. I was probably okay. there. Yeah, early 30s. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Late 20s, early 30s, I think I was, yeah. Okay. So, you know, so you, here you are, your world's kind of, Cra I mean, crazed at the time. You've got three girls, mm -hmm. your first girl at 16 years old. You're looking for money. You yeah. end up working for, how long did you work for Peter? Well, I was there for three, four years. Okay, I mean, so you're, I, yeah, so I'm you've got a, a relationship with the owner, three or yep. four years. And yep. and then he just points at you out of the, you know, you're, you're a server there, yep. doing your best to take care of the family, making ends meet, doing what you have to do, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he just points to you and says, you're next. You're it. Yeah. And, and at the over. time, 
Yeah. Yeah. And at the time, you know, I was honestly, I was doing okay, you know, because the, the server, I mean, the server world that we, you know, with, with tips, you know, obviously yep. we, we, we do very well, you know, um, I say we, cause I'm still server at heart. I don't care. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I made great money. I was going to Disney world that year, you know, before sure. he passed and I didn't know, you know, what was going on. Um, and it, it does come to a halt. And then after, you know, he had passed that a lot of things changed. Cause once you become a business person, uh, and own, you know, the restaurant things absolutely 100% change. You're no longer the server. You're no longer the cook. You're no longer the employee. You are it. And you're both actually at this time. So it was, um, that's when I fell into even bigger destitute, which is sad because that's, you know, what, what comes hand in hand with running a business. Um, so we struggled for another few years, uh, trying to grow the business. So, um, talk about living out of a car slash hotel with the kids. Cause now we've divorced, <laughs> you know, and yep. we, you know, it's me and the, the girls and we had some hardships while we were trying to keep rise and shine afloat. So so you're that. running, running rise and shine as the mm -hmm. owner mm -hmm. and being a mom, mm -hmm. having gone through a divorce and trying to figure out, you know, where to live right? and putting all of that together. So and, yeah. and, and we've, you know, anybody that's gone through running a business, we have hard times. Yeah, I don't so think any, I don't think anybody could relate you know i i think it, it's the unless it's handed to you i guess but even then i mean you gotta learn how to manage that money right so yeah no but i'm talking about you know being a mom going through divorce and okay. running a business and trying to figure out housing and oh my gosh good for you yeah. so now yeah. I don't how, know where where's the pivot <laughs> what's that i thought it was good for me but no no i'm kidding that was it was amazing for me because every i believe wholeheartedly and you know, you're, you're brought and given gifts at all times in your life. And then when, and if you pick them up and, and utilize them into your, your life and what you've asked for all the time, you ask for these things, you don't even realize that um, you're to do what you need to do with them. Or if not, you know, you're going to fail. I failed. I failed a lot. Um, but I think the pivot was, I, I was finally like, okay, I'm going to do this my way. You know, I'm going to stop. And, and it was so weird because uh, Pete loved Sinatra and he literally was buried by that, that song. I did it my way. And I kept thinking, God, he did this whole thing his way. And I wanted to kind of pay tribute to him and keep it running like he did, but it wasn't a successful diner by all means. It was like a very, you know, hole in the wall, like, um, you know, the old, the old timers that come in your regulars and that was it really no one knew about the place you know so I was like we've got to I mean, we we're right here off the throughway we got to put ourselves on the map a little bit so that's when I said I'm going to make it more of my own and started with the um the recreation of the menu the inside the ambiance the experience and from that point on we just never stopped <laughs> so you changed the name yep well no no no. well it was it, so i was able to keep the name so his okay. name was rise and shine diner 
um, legality wise, I think there's like a two on the end or something weird, but we still are able to call it Rise and Shine Diner. Okay. Yeah. So talk, talk about, you know, so you're, you know, the, the traditional truck stop diner kind of think, you know, is what, you know, what people would have in their head. Yeah. And what did you transform into? Oh, um, <laughs> I guess an experience is all I ever really want that to be. So an experience, um, I want you to, you know, feel, taste and see, you know, something really fun and, and creative. And I don't know, somewhere where you're not in the same, you don't feel like you're going to a breakfast restaurant. You feel like you're going to, you know, a fun place, you know, to eat because you're starving too, but, you know, have a great taste, have a great, something you're, you know, enjoyful to look at. So that's maybe a little bit of an experience with it, you know? So, you know, we made, this is when we started doing our crazy concoctions, you know, we had pancake cones and ice cream in them and I have a pancake wrap um, made with eggs and bacon and cheese and home fries all inside of it. Our, our big burrito. I mean, um, we did, uh, started messing around with our French toasts and made this press thing with ganache and dulce de leche, things that just people weren't really, I guess, doing, you know, especially at that time. Um, yeah. and so you, the, your website is riseandshinediner.com. Yes. Yes. And, and I would just, you know, anybody, if you're a foodie, you know, mm -hmm. you, you definitely need to go out and, and, and take a look at what she's created over there. Um, yeah. It's th these dishes are delicious. And, you know, like you, you go through and eggs Benedict, you, 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 you call them the Benny and yeah. you go from pastrami smoked salmon, Benny to the grilled, you know, shrimp po' boy, Benny and mm -hmm. smoked brisket, Benny. I mean, it's yeah. like, okay, oh. that's, you can, there, that, there's a little bit of that twist for people. Yeah. And, and now you can have it on a flight. So we do eggs, bunny flights. So you oh get your gosh. little versions. I don't know why we started flights. We did a pancake flight uh, a couple of years ago and it went crazy. So I don't know about you guys and, and Rochester, but Syracuse is just nuts over these flights. So we do mimosa flights, coffee flights, you know, everything's on a flight now. I almost want to call it the flight room, but you know, <laughs> can't do that. The flat, the flight house. <laughs> But um, we, yeah, we, and we just, whatever is starting to, you know, they like and trends, but like, as of today, we just did a, a carrot cake crepe and it looks like little carrots and they're cute and oh, they're delicious, you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember watching a pancake flight go past me when I, oh. had, when I had lunch at your diner. I'm like, yeah. what is that? I mean, I'm like three stacks of pancakes that are just covered and, you know, I've never seen Reese's peanut butter cup pancakes before I, you know, being at your place. So, oh, yeah. And, well, and then they're drenched in <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate. Gooey, gooey stuff. Deli delicious. Yeah. So rise and shine um, starts to take off. Tell mm -hmm. me about the, what is that journey like for you? What's the transition from, you know, your taking care of Peter's legacy to right. the switch to your legacy and, and, and cr this creation. And what is it looking like and feeling like today for you versus when you started that transition? I mean, it's, it's, it's almost a little surreal. I know a lot of people say that when they get in into something and they're just, you know, they start from nothing to a success or in the making of, um, it really is surreal though. It's, I'm not making anything up. It's, you know, 
from the, the little nothingness to where we are today. I mean, we're working on our third restaurant opening, our third concept even. Um, and by next year, looking at, you know, our second location for Rise, our, um, you know, maybe franchising out uh, loaded, you know, and it, it's just amazing. You know, we, we, we did suffer through the pandemic, just like everyone. Um, it was tough. It was just another hurdle. But I think those hurdles uh, keep us grounded, keep us humble, realize where we are and what we need to do. And I think that was our another kind of uh, recreation of where we're going to go for the future of what we now call um, our DD restaurants and hospitality group, which is actually um, where my family it works now. So a lot of my my father and my sister, um, my daughter's still in the company as well. So awesome. Uh, so what roles what roles are family members playing in the business? So my father, oh, this is funny because my father, is, he came in now he has been like I told you, he's been in the restaurant business since he was, you know, yay big as well. And, you know, he's owned pizza shops, he's done some stuff in his life as well. And he was just like, you know, never mind, I'm gonna work for the big guys. Um, he just retired, working for Sands, um, uh, Sands uh, Casinos. And they're big out in Vegas and they had one down in Pennsylvania. So he just, you know, he built them from ground floor. He worked with Emerald, Emerald Lagasse on a few of openings of his uh, burger joints down there. He had a burger joint and I think a, a uh, more high-end uh, restaurant there. And he helped him open those. And so like my, you know I mean? It's there. It's, my father knows a lot. And I was like, hey, want to come help me? <laughs> and he's like, I'm retiring. So he's here, he's part-time. He's mostly my, like, I don't know. He's, he's a guy I go to for anything to, to ask about business relations to anything, really anything he would know. Um, and then my, my sister, um, she's been with me since day one. I can't even actually P hired her before, like a year before he had passed. Okay. So she was in there um, she was having a bout of luck then too, and had to come into the restaurants and she'd never work in restaurants. So she's stuck with me ever since. I think she's been a lot of my rock. She's the one I cry to. <laughs> she just tells me you're an idiot. Keep going. <laughs> and then, um, and then my daughters, my daughters have all worked for me. Um, all been servers, busters, dishwashers, whatever they could to help. But, um, the other two, you know, want them to find their own way. And they've moved on and massage therapist uh, work. One works for Apple. And then um, my oldest daughter works for me. And she's been, um, you know, she just knows everything. So everyone comes to her. She's more of that supervisor role. She kind of just, she's waiting for the good role <laughs> to, to get into. Right now, I, th I said, stay serving because it's such great money. You know, it really is. And as me looking at her, I'm like, hey, just do that for now. You know, she's, she's good with it. And then, um, I think she'll find her way somewhere up here. I'm sure. Good. I say so up you, here, like we're on some hill. Yeah. 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 No, I, I get it. <laughs> you know you're, what I mean? The office, someplace in the office. office. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty incredible story and a journey, journey to get to where you're at. And like I said, you know, I, it, Load. I, I want to make sure that people know the websites. It's yes. loaded, L-O-D-E-D-S-Y-R.com. Correct. And, that's, and that is, what would you call that concept? Oh. That's, the, 
So, so that was the original Rise and Shine that we had to change into because of that whole takeout thing. Everything happened during the pandemic. We, we changed that to this takeout facility called Loaded, and it's um, it's gourmet burgers, fries, mac and cheese, hot dogs. We now have nuggies. We call them um, all fresh, homemade. Everything's like it's so good. I can't even. You know what? I'm not even like a you know, I, I'm obviously, I'm being a little biased, but like, I can't, I can't go there because it's so good. So like, I can't even walk in the kitchen and not grab, you know, grab a nugget or some, you know, oh, let me try some frizzled onions. Literally just even the components that go on top of these things are so, so good. But really the concept there is you can, you're, you have a build, you build anything off of a mac and cheese or a hamburger or a fry, you can get them all plain too, but you know, you're putting all these different um, flavors on top of everything. And they're so good. I mean, we have one that's called the bulgogi. It's one of our favorites, it's like a Korean barbecue spin on, and then you add that on your mac and cheese. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's so good. I can't even say, just go. <laughs> you're like, I'm like, it's so good. I'm drooling. Cause I'm, it's new now, but whatever. I mean, <laughs> you, you've got, you even got a surf and turf dog, which is, you know, the, the, the famous, yeah, yeah. you know, foot long hot dog, some yeah. shaved sirloin steak, grilled shrimp, real lobster claws and lime and garlic aioli on a Hawaiian, you know, King's Hawaiian roll. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, the dog. Oh my God. That was a new one too. And now that summer, I'm like, I'm, I'm, it, they're already starting to sell crazy once it's nice out. You always see hot dogs like crazy, but oh my God, they're so good. That's phenomenal. Yeah, you get the hot dogs, the burgers, and then just, you know, chicken. You can do the, the same things. Just Oh, and a fried chicken, yeah. And then all of those things, you could build it on top of mac and cheese. And I'm just looking at this mm -hmm. going, you know, people don't know what time we're, we're recording this, but we are recording right around lunchtime. It's not Lunch. really fair for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me either. So, I'm down the street, so I'm like, I got to skip past them today. <laughs> Just because I, I am trying to watch my weight today. I'm definitely trying. There you go. <laughs> I, I just think this is just a fantastic, you know, idea that you put together at, at Loaded and Rise yeah. and Shine. You know, when we went in there, you could just, it is, it, it doesn't feel like any place else ever. No. There's and nothing that, that I've ever seen like it. It was yeah. very cool. It's a fun, enjoying atmosphere. And that's why I hope to always give the community, you know, and any of the restaurants we reopen. So, you know, I, I love that. I love that feeling, you know. Good. Um, so we talk about family in the business. Yeah. And what they do. Mm -hmm. What are the best parts about having your family around you? And what are some of the challenges of having your family around you? Well, the, <laughs> the worst ones are probably the biggest list. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, Anyone that works with family anywhere, or even, you know, living with your family is, is a tough thing. Cause everybody we're so connected we we love each other to death. We'll do anything for each other, but in the same breath, we all don't just, we all don't agree. We agree to disagree sometimes, but sometimes we just don't agree. Um, I got to say that for our, you know, our good times is I absolutely wholeheartedly trust my family. I mean, I would not you know, it's the, the easiest thing for me is to put my sister and I put her in my financial part department and my father overseeing, you know, everything. And I mean, what, 
if they know or don't know, I know that I can trust them to tell me the truth, to never, you know, lie to me. And it is what it is, you know, that's huge for me. Um, it's really nice to see my dad here a lot. Um, he did move to Pennsylvania for a long time and he's back and it's nice to have him here and around. Um, my, uh, my sister, not so much, you know, but that's okay. (laughs) Come on. We're the only two. Is my brother too, but me and her were very close and close in age and we're girls. So we're just like, that. but, um, and my daughter, I mean, I love having my kids here. Um, it's just, just being around them is the good part, you know, just being around them, trusting them. Um, well, the bad, uh, <laughs> being around them all the time. <laughs> right. No, no. You know, uh, it's, it's true. We talk about it all the time. It's, you know, I work with them. And then when I want to do something outside of work, who am I calling? I'm probably doing a lot with them, you know? Yeah. And then you're just, they're just, up, you know, they're up your butt all day, but, um, you know, a lot, a lot is, you know, we, they tell you the truth. Sometimes you don't want to hear. Sometimes okay. they tell you too much and sometimes they should just, you know, quiet. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so we might get into some times where we've probably said too much or we bicker in front of employees, like things like that shouldn't happen. And then like my fiance, who I owe the world to, too, as well. Um, he has done 101% of things recently, you know, when, since we've been together um, to help me grow this business. And he ended up partnering with, with me for Rise and Shine um, to help me grow. But he always says like we even tried like his kids came in and worked with us a little bit um I mean he calls it nepotism which we should just a harsh word but you do see from that one side like you shouldn't have you know family sometimes it looks like they get better things and you know and the employees think they can you know they should too and all that you know what I mean it's it's hard it's so hard so I try to make sure from my absolute point of view of my my team not my family you know and I say what do you want what are you seeing what's your perception and then I go from there so if my daughter looks like she's getting any kind of you know special you know privileges I nip it in the bud she doesn't you know you you're there as an employee as well you know, you should get the same response. Yeah, she's been in the business a little longer, but, you know, it's not fair. You know, everyone wants to grow as well in the company. And I just want to make sure they all grow equally, you know. I always you know, refer that to, are you a business run by a family or a family mm-hmm. that happens to run a business? And right. So it's, you know, is it, is it family decisions being mm-hmm. made inside the business or is it yeah. business decisions made by the family? And what you're saying is you're, you do your best to make yeah. sure that they're business decisions. Yes. My family would tell you, um, they only give me their opinions and they're very few and far between now because I think we've grown so, so big and so fast that they saw a lot of it came from, you know, what came from me originally. So, um, they don't want to interfere with what's going on. I think, I think they're just like, okay, but if I'm doing something bad, they're going to tell me obviously, but they try not to make too many decisions with me, you know? So it's fair. It's fair. (laughs) When you're looking at what you're trying to accomplish today. So now you're running two restaurants talking about, you know, a third one on its way. Yep. 
franchising or new locations and all kinds of things that are in your head. Mm-hmm. What are your top three biggest frustrations, pains, obstacles? What's what are the things that you know right now you're you're struggling with? Right now, I think everybody's struggling with um, everything. The inflation, you know, everything going up, uh, pricing. I mean, I'm not just talking about in the restaurants. I'm talking about building the restaurants. I mean, the labor, the labor for us in the restaurants. And I got to say, maybe it's just us and maybe the popularity of the restaurants. But we did very well, you know, knock on wood. You know, once one was out, if anybody didn't want to stay, we had another one that came in. It was, it's just been very good. But construction, oh. I'm not, I'm not in construction. I mean, I almost want to say thank God, but it's crazy. They're, the problem is, is they don't have enough people and they have so much work now because everyone had a little cash. Yep. Now they're on overflow and I can't get a plumber or an electrician if you paid me to, you know, it's just like that hard. And then the material, the material, the stuff that's sitting out on a boat somewhere, I'm not even sure like a six months to eight months for stuff to come in. It's, it's crazy. So this restaurant we're building right now, honestly took, we started it in June or at least started the, the ball rolling. And it is now April. <laughs> we probably are looking at July, you know? Yeah. So a year, 13 a year. months to yeah. get you up and running. Yeah. And then we're talking about just sitting around, just twiddling our thumbs for, for quite, you know, a, a big chunk of that, you know, waiting. So. Got it. What else are you juggling? Um, we are, again, thinking of another concept. I'm not going to talk about it because it's just, <laughs> so everyone's going, stop, stop. Um, and then duplicating. So we are you know, building this corporate office so that we have the um, resources to continue to run all the restaurants and um, make more. So um, the, you know, so that fourth one, once I get, I got to get this one open and then I think I'm going to hit that next one. And I will real fast because I have all the most amazing people on our team right now that's going to um, help run that, you know, that show. So it's that, this one's going to be fun. This is Italian. So, Nice. You know. <laughs> One of the things that people talk about right now is, you know, it, it's hard to get people. It's hard to get employees. How yeah. are you combating that in your industry? It's, it's nuts. Like I said, I, um, I think we're super blessed. I, I'm not going to complain about it. Um, I think we know enough people and have enough people in our, in our group that if we don't have one, someone knows someone and they're looking for someone and they want to come over here. And the other thing is, is I, um, I did try this new thing since obviously we have the resources to do this. We are starting um, a lot more in team building. So when I say that, I don't mean like, hi, I'm picking you up and singing Kumbaya. I mean, like we're going to put a package together. So when you come here as an employee, you feel, you know, you feel part of the team. One, you, you um, grow with company. We have, we're having 401k and like crypto, you know, buying into this, we have health insurance, we have, um, you know, we pay more than the average Joe in most of the local restaurants. Um, we give you paid time off within a year. And I mean, every day I went down to the dishwasher where that's not 
you know, usual for restaurants. Um, I think giving back to your team who helps you, obviously they make these restaurants run um, is huge. And that's, I, I think they see that, you know, I think people see they have more opportunities here and, you know, and a bigger, I don't know, you know, more things that they can, they can achieve here um, than just coming in and washing dishes or busting tables and moving on, you know? Yep. Well, so basically you took a whole new concept for some, for the restaurant itself and made yeah. that an experience, but you have done the same thing in that same culture you're doing with your employees and making yeah. it a different experience for them. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be here without them, you know? It's, it's the same. It goes the same. I, and maybe that's just coming from me because I've dishwashed and I was the server and, you know, and I've done everything in the industry, um, for years, but I come from that place first before I come from up here, you know, yep. no running the business, you know? Yeah. So. And I read an article and I don't remember where it was from and I apologize, but it was, you know, that the average family, you really, really make a difference when you can get to about 70 grand a year in a, yeah. in a, for the, for the average family. Yeah. And that, you know, you're trying to do your best to help that family put those pieces together and think about planning for a retirement. There's not a lot of 401ks inside of the restaurant business. No, no, not <laughs> unless you're in the corporate, you know, like that's it. You never see that you can buy into 401k. Again, I, I use like dishwasher, but everyone uses them as the, the low low man on the totem pole. I'm like, well, I don't, you know, we we don't pay our dishwashers as a dishwasher. We pay them per their experience. And I get some guys that have, you know, they've props, they've done that. So we pay a little more for, for our guys because they do other things, you know. But yeah, I mean, for them to get 401k and a, and a paid time off, I mean, that's huge. I mean, people- right don't ever even get days off, let alone a whole week off and yeah. pay, you know? So why not? I mean, these guys bust their ass more than a lot of other industries do. I'm sorry. You know, we're, we're just some hard work in the restaurants, so they deserve it. You know? I love it. And again, hats off to you. You know, you started from a tough place made these things happen. I think mm -hmm. you're just kind of paying it forward. You know, you got had an opportunity and now you're trying to pay it forward so that, you know, again, the, the customer has this experience, but by treating your employees and the team members in a different manner. And I always mm -hmm. say, I, I like to say team members, not staff, yeah. not employees. No, I hate saying, I don't know. I feel like employees is a foreign word to me. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> But if my, if you treat your team members well, they're going to turn around and treat your customers well and they want to come back. It's part of the experience. It's full circle. Yeah. When everyone's happy, every, everyone's happy. You get that one person that just doesn't feel good and nothing seems right, you know, then, then they all start to feel horrible. And then you never know. I mean, it just, it, it's a big vicious circle. Everybody either is happy or unhappy. I think you should keep everybody happy and, and wealthy just as much as you are, you know, like spread it, spread it around. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> so one of my business coaching heroes is a guy named Jim Collins who coined the phrase BHAG, the big, hairy, audacious goal. So, so, and, and, and he <laughs> okay, says, where are we going with this? <laughs> so the, 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 he says a BHAG is something 10 years out and it's something that you just can't even oh, fathom yeah, it yeah. today. 
So if you're sitting, if we're sitting here having this conversation, you know, 10 years from now, and you claimed what your BHAG was today, what would you, what would you, what would your vision for the future look like 10 years from now? Um, I'm going to be retired. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm going to be that one that retires young. <laughs> really had a plentiful life. No, I, I don't think I'll ever start working. I just know it's, an, it's too much. I couldn't do it, but um, I do see myself and this company being highly successful. Um, I want to plant some restaurants um, around the United States. I'm working myself just on the East Coast at the moment, but like I'm talking more of a you know hospitality group thing. So in 10 years, I hope to have dove into a lot of more than just restaurants, even um, hospitality wise. And uh, and have a highly successful places that everyone will learn to love and enjoy forever. <laughs> love it. Right? Yeah, no, absolutely. No, cool. <laughs> um, let's see. So go to that point. Thinking about delicious spot. What's that? <laughs> Sorry, I won't scroll through the podcast. I said, "Did you lose your spot?" <laughs> no, I just, I just, it just, I had three ideas at once that just popped into my head, and yeah, so it was like yeah. sorting through which one you know we're going to go with. But let's talk about your your potential transition in potential retirement. Yes, you're never going to retire. I got yeah, that. Really? Yeah. But oh well, I guess what it would be like for me would probably be more of just traveling, you know, traveling to see where we are and what we're doing. But then, you know, I'll take some time off. I will. I I promise I will do that. I'll learn to enjoy um, I guess the rewards of working your ass off your whole life, you know. And I don't that's one thing I like I really, really wanted to do that for my parents, you know, to make sure my mom's in Florida right now having fun. So but my dad was one that was that hard worker and never stopped, never took the time off. And now he's in retirement. I have a little bit more control of that because he did come here to work and I know he won't stop, but I'm like, okay, it's time to go home, <laughs> you know? Okay. Go fishing. Hey, there's a trip. I heard about, da, 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 you know, why don't you go there? You know? So I'm pushing him and I think he's starting to feel it. And I'm like, that's what we all should do. I should never work yourself to death or work yourself to your dad. You know, um, you need to enjoy life. You really do. You know, so I hope to get there um, right now. This is, I think, my time that I'm supposed to work my ass off. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I keep saying. When, when, no, no, no. When the sun, <laughs> when the sun shines, you make hay. You right, right. And, and the sun is shining, so it is time to it is time to make hay. Um, I think I got just somebody else is getting ready to, you know. Somebody else is working in a family business mm -hmm. that is struggling with family in the business or just trying to, you know, decide on these concepts or, you know, whatever they're working through. Mm -hmm. What is your advice for, you know, how do you communicate with family members? How do you, I, I, you know, you I balance say, that? I got to say the biggest thing, it's tough, but I think each one of the family members need to know their role. Um, being very, you know, stick, you know, something like stay in your lane kind of thing. Like, yes, you're there for, 
you know, mental and moral support as a family member. But remember, like, unless it's something super bad, you know, like coming out with the concepts, if that's your role, cool. But like coming out there and, you know, trying to give your opinions on everything, I think that it hinders too much on the family. Family members love your opinion and hate them all in the same breath, you know? So I feel like do your thing, help how you're supposed to help, but don't, don't push the, don't push the limits because just like anyone, no one wants to be, you know, and then you end up in fights and whatever, you know, I just think, I think I grew, my family grew, um, because they did, they, I mean, my sister, she knows, she's like, I know when to just be quiet, you know what I mean? And not that I'm like, you know, shut up Tara, <laughs> but it's more like, she knows when maybe I have an employee that's that, you know, can do that. I have a team member that's going to be able to take care of that situation. I don't need your opinion about it, you know, right. you know, but, um, you just got to work together. You know, you just really got to figure out each other, just like in any relationship, your family's the same. Um, even with like my fiance, we fight all the time, but it's back and forth and we're kind of knowing where we go. Like, okay, I got this part. You got this, you know, you just got to no, know I think you said it role. really well, stay in your lane. Yeah, and, and know and know what your know what your job is. <laughs> know what you got to do. Because yeah. everyone has a piece in this puzzle for a reason. You know, if you are a part of my piece, then where the hell am I going to get the other pieces? You know, it just you gotta you just gotta stick together and do what you're supposed to do. You um, have a resource in your hometown that I've mentioned on the show before, the New York Family Business Center. Yeah. So I I will throw it out to you. You you may want to catch a meeting here or there because they, all of these topics that, that we hit on in this show, they happen to do a lot of that there with people yeah. that are brilliant in different topics and oh, uh, yeah. might, might, might be helpful. Um, looking at, you know, do you, are you a reader? Um, I mean, I wish I was a reader. Um, I don't have time to read sometimes. And I, that's, that's horrible for me that that's horrible so what i i'm more of a um like podcast <laughs> yeah yeah that's my thing you know what is, what's, so what's I your listen. favorite pod what is your favorite podcast I should, uh, I should... oh i don't know i can't i mean nothing really about business okay <laughs> it's just you use you break, use break. the pod you use the podcast yeah, to like get one. away yes yes i want okay. i listen to one in new york city i think it's called breakfast breakfast club and okay. it's like it's a little more like rappers and stuff, but that's because I like to get away from, you know. Yes, you're working all the every time. Every day, my world. So sometimes you might catch me on Instagram, just literally scrolling like a weirdo, like I shouldn't be doing because I don't have time to do that. But, you know, it gets me, it breaks me free. So, I, all yeah. good. Um, I don't have, I don't have any other major things. I'm so excited to, you know, I want to find out about this Italian place and, Luckily, I happen to drive through Syracuse on a pretty regular basis. So once it's You'll open, I'll yeah. definitely, definitely make a stop. I, you have to, yeah. to get, I have not been to loaded yet. Um, oh. So I, here's a question. Um, yeah. You can go on at your computer and order. Is it, is it available? You know, easy to get works on your phone as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you go on our website. You just do an order now button. You can make your order from our website. We also are on third-party you know, delivery apps. Um, pretty, I think three or four of them at least, because it is that fast casual. So you do have to, you know, in and out kind of thing. There is some tables. I know they're already talking about, I need to expand. <laughs> like, oh my God, I can't. So, 
I want to make that into more of a restaurant atmosphere. So that might happen in the near future. So. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, I, just, I just did the thing. I just did the wrong thing. And I looked at your website again. Grandma's Coglionis. 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 Oh my no. gosh. It's a burger with a meatball on Meatballs. top. Of the oh my gosh. Yeah. Mozzarella and marinara. Ugh. I love it. Dan, yeah. Danielle, this has been so much fun. I'm so excited to have heard your story and share it with, you know, the audience here. Um, keep it up. You know, I think, you know, a lot of what I learned from you is do it your way. Yeah. Now, I do not run my business the way my father does. And I, you know, I, I, it took me a long time to shed that skin. You have to, yeah. And so I think that that's really incredible. Even though you're a first generation business Mm -hmm. owner, you're really sort of kind of like a second generation because even though Peter wasn't your family, you had Peter's legacy to live up to. And and so that was a really good, you know, catch is that you, one generation doesn't have to run it identical to the way that it was always done. No, absolutely not. There's times change. So things change. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Work with the times. And so this is, you know, you wouldn't have done what you've done without being who you are and just shooting, you know, doing it your way and creating. You are very, so creative. And, and, and that has come <laughs> out in, you know, the, what your concepts and your food and, and all of those things. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to finding out, you know, I want to do this interview five and 10 years from now so we can find out oh my what else is going on. We'll do a playback, right? That's right. You said. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. This thank has you. been a, a, a ton of fun. Um, yeah. Again, it's Rise and Shine Diner and Loaded, both in Syracuse, New York. Go mm-hmm. and check them out. Danielle McCurry. Um, appreciate it so much. Too. Thank you so My name much. Is Michael Columbus. Oh, you're welcome. My name is Michael Columbus. You've been listening to the Family Biz Show. I'm with Family Wealth and Legacy in Rochester, New York. Please, you know, look forward to these other episodes. There's some great family businesses out there. And uh, we've got some wonderful um, new episodes coming up in the weeks to follow. So have a great day, everybody. Appreciate it. Take care. Thanks for listening to The Family Biz Show. We appreciate your time and trust to deliver the best guests and most cutting-edge information to help you maximize your family business. Being part of a family is tough. Add a business to that, and it gets even tougher. Tune in next week as we strive to ease your journey with The Family Biz Show. The content presented is for informational and educational purposes. The information covered and posted are views and opinions of the guests and not necessarily those of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation. Michael Columbus is a registered representative of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation, a broker dealer, member SIPC, and registered investment advisor. Insurance offered through Lincoln Financial Affiliates and other fine companies. Family Wealth and Legacy, LLC, is not an affiliate of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation. Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation and its representatives do not provide legal or tax advice. You may want to consult a legal or tax 
advisor regarding any legal or tax information as it relates to your personal circumstances.